Hello, everyone. Welcome into another episode of Kentucky Daily, a daily podcast covering your University of Kentucky Wildcats. I'm Sean Smith, joined by Derek Terry. Derek Kentucky starts the season with a 45-10 victory versus ULM at Kroger Field. Mark Stoops climbs back to 500 for his career as UK's coach, and we'll have an opportunity to get above that next week. Yeah, he will. Really good performance, I thought, today. Um, like any first game, you know, there are going to be things that you, you kind of expect some sloppiness at times, and you saw that. Kentucky had four fumbles, only lost two of them. Also had an interception, so they're minus three in the turnover um, category, I guess you could say. But, but it's pretty nitpicky, though, on a day like today <laughs> after, you know, they threw for over 400 yards as a team. Will Levis in his debut throws for 367 yards, four touchdowns. Uh, he did have the pick on his very first pass of the game. Um, outside of that little stretch, I mean, it was very good for Kentucky. They started off bad. You have the interception. Um, you hold DLM to a field goal, but there's a personal foul. It extends the drive. They go down and they score. And then after that, Sean, the defense was incredible. They yeah. 10 straight drives. They forced a punt. I think I just totaled it up in my story. They scored. They only had – I think 40-something yards on those next 10 series. I mean, if that, it was it was pretty ridiculous how good they were. Um, and, again, ULM didn't win a game last year. They probably won't win very many games this year. But you saw – I just want to mention to you in the, when we were at the game, like offensively you saw the concepts and the schemes and how good it could be. Yeah, it, and the legend of Will Levis continues to grow, right? <laughs> Before he ever took a snap, I don't I don't think we had ever – I mean, you remember when Terry Wilson first signed and, you know, they talked about his speed and things. It, it's nothing like what it's been with Will Levis. And again, the thing that me and you kept talking about, Kentucky never backed down from that. They just continued to push it. And you mentioned the interception, the throw to Wandale. He gets to the 20-yard line. I look at you and said, he's wide open. Yeah. And then the bomb to Ali and just the, the throws. And then you mentioned uh, wanting to see him make some of those throws and stuff there in the middle of the field. And he, he was able to make some of those there in the second half. It, could, it looks to me like Kentucky has finally found a quarterback. Yeah, it has. I think so. I mean, he's just got so much to dream on. You know, he has things to work on. Like the first pass, it's just too hot to handle for Ali. But, um, I would say the biggest surprise to me was how, you know, you, you hear the accuracy concerns with him. All of his downfield throws were right on the money. I mean, every single time it seemed like they took a shot deep, uh, it turned out to be good for Kentucky. Wondell obviously had a few. Um, once you count Bo Allen, they had 10 passes today that went for at least 15 yards. So they had shattered – Last year's high mark by halftime. Yeah. You know, last year against Auburn, Terry threw for 239 yards. You know, by halftime, Levis had 242 and three touchdowns. So, you know, this was a performance today. You know, he kind of matched Drew Barker's first start at UK. He had four touchdowns. Barker had four touchdowns. It was the best passing game for any quarterback since Steven Johnson in 2016 against Louisville. So, you know, you can look at it and say they played the OLM, a team that's not very good. But they've played some bad teams the last three or four years, too, and didn't put up anywhere near a performance like that. So I think you have a legitimate one-two punch with Ali and uh, Robinson. I mean, Robinson, for sure, he, he could have a huge year, for sure. Tight ends weren't as involved 
Obviously, Bates got the touchdown there at the end, but I think that was his only catch, right? You got it pulled up. Yeah, it was his only catch. Dingle had a catch with the twos later in the game. So, Rick had one catch. Cummings had one catch. So, I don't think those guys were utilized as much today as you will see them probably next week. No, and then you look at that too, and Ali and Robinson both with eight targets each. Yeah. And those two guys are the, the two that we've talked about all off season. that's going to lead the way. Then you see Isaiah Epps get there with four targets, three catches for 83 yards. But this offense showed today, and I still think there's a lot in the tank that they haven't shown yet. And they did, they did just enough today to, to put some film out there for Missouri. But, Derek, the, the way that this offense, I mean, the explosive plays, and then you see Chris Rodriguez still carrying guys the way that he's able to carry guys. And, and we didn't even talk about him really today. He's not no. the story at all. But then you got Josh Ali, who goes over 100 yards with 136. Robinson, Wondell with 125. The first time two Kentucky players have gone over 100 in the same game since 2011. Yeah, 10 years. I mean, that, that right there shows you how explosive this offense was today. Epps had 83 yards. I mean, they were probably one, one more big catch away from having three guys with 100 yards. I thought that was maybe the most impressive throw of the day. Just because, and, and Cohen mentioned it after the game, that was not a schemed-up play. That pass that he had to uh, – on the sidelines to Isaiah Epps. They needed that at the time, too. I mean, this offense had kind of stalled a little bit during the second half, and Levis just stepped up and flicked it. And that's what Cohen mentioned. Like, you cannot stop running. If you're a wide receiver on this team with Will Levis at quarterback, he he can throw it, I mean, damn near the whole <laughs> field. I mean, no, no kidding. Well, I mean, he can throw it. The touchdown throw to Ali covered 58 yards, but that, that ball was thrown, what, 65, 66? He just flicked probably. his wrist, too, man. He I just, mean, it – and the first ball was was wobbly. We talked about that, or one of the throws, wasn't it? Which one was it that we talked he, about? One to, one to, his first one to Ali wasn't super tight, but the rest of them was The good. one to Robinson was for sure. <laughs> uh, good job by Chris Rodriguez, too, on that one. He picked up the – I mean, Rosenthal was there as well. They had, they had to pick up. But I thought, I thought he had a ton of time to throw. Uh, how many times did he get sacked, Sean? Uh, I think it was sack yards – Three. Three times. Yeah. Um, not bad. No. I mean. 69% completion percentage, 18 to 26, 367 yards, four touchdowns. I get that it's ULM, but we've also seen in the past that Kentucky struggled yeah, in games like this. And that's something that, I mean, yeah, it wasn't clean, though. Like, there's still a lot to clean up, and I think that's going to be. They should have hung 60. They should have. They today, gave them yeah. the first touchdown. And then obviously they got the field goal there late in the game, but this was a game where I, I, I take more from it. With and then it, he was asked that a lot today. Uh, Liam Cohen was asked, "Is it a good thing that Levis started off with a, a negative play like that to be able to see him bounce back, make those two throws that followed?" I mean, his next throw after that, Derek. I mean, it was a, it was a bomb. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's cr- crazy to think. Uh, how good he actually was today, but you even mentioned it to me that you think he's going to get better, and I, oh, I agree with that 100%. Yeah. I mean, what you saw today is not what you're going to see five, six, seven weeks from now, but Kentucky's offense has put enough out there. What, what do you think the talk is going to be this week? Obviously, it's ULM. It's not an SEC opponent. It's not a big Power 5 opponent or anything like that, but what do you think is going to be the narrative around Kentucky football going into this Missouri game? Like a national media, from a national media, and maybe SEC media. Um, I think it's definitely going to be a lot of Levis talk, a lot of the talk about the offense. Um, 
on the UK side, I think you're going to hear a lot about ball security on Tuesday. I think that's going to be the big thing out of practice is um, getting that offense figured out uh, in terms of, you know, not being so sloppy. And that, that's what's kind of weird about today is you have the four fumbles and the one interception. Of course, when I say, you know, like I said, they only lost two of them, but like it's four times the ball was on the ground. You had the muff punt, you had a bad snap. Uh, well, not a bad snap, just a unexpected snap that led to a fumble. And then, of course, they lost the two, which one was a strip sack on fourth down with the twos. Um, and then smoked. I mean, he had a really good run prior to fumbling the ball. Um, but that's what I think it'll be from UK. But I think I think there'll be a lot of praise, honestly, from the national media. I mean, it, they certainly looked like they were functional throwing the ball. I mean, you remember on one of those third downs, Levis kind of slid a little bit in the pocket and had Ali for a good gain over the middle. I mean, he looks the part, Levis does, that he yeah. could be a legitimate SEC quarterback. I mean, I, let's see how he does, you know, against better teams. Um, but I'm at the point where I'm just – from what we've seen today, just to know that someone has that in them, it's really surprising to me how he was used at Penn State because you, you feel like the potential, there was so much more there for him than what he was able to show. And I think that was kind of the hope from UK yeah. is that you felt like you had a guy who maybe wasn't used properly, had never really had a chance to be – the guy. I mean, he just seems like someone who's incredibly locked in right now. And I do think, and I asked Cohen about this after the game, the change that you see in people from week one to week two. I mean, you have things on film now that Will can look at. Likewise, teams have him on film now. They see some things that he can do. But obviously, I don't think UK, you know, shelled out the whole playbook to be yelling no. today, not by any means. But Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. There some of the schemes though to get some of those guys open. It seemed like a receiver was wide open on every single snap today, yeah. and you know a lot of that has to do with scheme. A lot of that has to do with talent and and speed. And Wandell is super fast. He, he also showed how strong he is too he on a couple of plays, just continuing to fight. No. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but uh-huh. uh, the thing that I take away from this is how important these games are. These games that you can kind of work out some kinks and some of the struggles that you mentioned, like the, the bad snap and or the where they went with the cadence there and, and, and stuff. You get some of that stuff out of the way. You're not having to play in Auburn in week one. Now you've got this game on your belt. You move into SEC play next week. You watch what Missouri's doing right now as we're recording. It's 17-14 to 14 over Central Michigan. So Kentucky's going to be a better football team coming in here next week. They've got this game under their belt, but 
certainly I think that you're going to have a lot of people talking about how well Kentucky played. You're going to have a lot of people talking about Will Levis, but I think people are really going to start talking if they do this again next week. Yeah, I, I totally agree. If they come out and, you know, throw for 300-plus in an SEC game, I mean, it's going to it's going to get people noticed. I do wonder defensively, I, I just felt like, I mean, I'm not trying to take anything away from UK's defense. That was an, honestly an incredible performance. I think it was obvious ULM did not have the pieces to truly challenge them. And Missouri will. Missouri, you know, that was a weird that was a weird one last year. Yeah. You know, they talked about the outside run, giving them some trouble. Um, obviously, like you said, as we recorded this at 17 to 14, they're not looking too hot. But, I mean, it's still just the first half. They can go on to win this game um, by quite a few points. But we'll see. Yeah, and on the defensive side, I think five guys recorded a sack. Two of them, uh, J.J. Weaver had two of them. I know he led the way. Josh Pascal had one. Who, who else said that was? Corker had one. Yeah, Corker about took his head off. Yeah, so, I mean, the, the defense had guys getting active. Pascal, did you mention him? Yeah, Pascal had one. I'm trying to see who the others are. I want to make sure I mention them. DeAndre Square had one. And who am I missing here? Jordan Wright. Had one, so five guys with a sack. Weaver had two. It's good to see JJ Weaver out there as yeah. well. He, he's uh, Mark Stoops said that JJ talked him into another drive there, another series, and uh, he wanted to get him out sooner. Interesting. I don't see Trevin Wallace is recording it. So Trevin Wallace had the he had a stop for a loss, but it was a horse collar. So I don't think he got credit for any kind of tackle. But he played a lot today, especially early in the first half. Uh, ask you this before we wrap up here: the, the running back position. We obviously know who's going to headline that, but you could. Smoke struggled today. I mean, he had a drop ball. He had a yeah. fumble uh, ball on the inside hand there when he was running up the right sideline. So, I mean, you, you want to pay attention to that running back spot. Mike Drennan scored a touchdown late. Uh, so maybe that's a position to maybe keep your eye on exactly where who is Kentucky's yeah. two. Like, I think it's definitely still going to be Cavassier. But if you, you know, if you turn the ball over and don't make the plays you need, then I think you certainly could see someone else. Um, Drennan – was basically just a decoy with the first team whenever he was really in the day. He got in on a few snaps. Uh, he got all of his carries once they were the game was well in hand. But I thought he looked good out there running the ball. Um, he'll, he'll be someone I bet you see his role kind of steadily yeah. grow over the season. But, you know, who knows if they can get Jaton back, what that might mean, because a lot of the stuff he was doing today, you would have seen him probably more involved. Uh, than maybe even smoke, honestly, without yeah. the day was going. So... No, with the running backs, like, obviously Rodriguez had the one big run there at the end, 31 yards to put him over 100. That's a pretty good balance day whenever you can have two guys catch over, have over 100 yards receiving. You have one guy rush for over 100 yards, and you have your quarterback throw for over 350. I mean, that's the, the kind of offensive day we've not seen around here in a while. And, I mean, you look at the box scores, it's a little surprising. For the people who did decide to bet on this game, I'm happy for you that they covered late. You look at the box score, this game should have been even worse than 35 yeah. points for sure. Yeah, and, and when you look at this too, two things stand out to me. Red zone efficiency, 5-5, five five, oh, an area yeah. that they struggled in, and then the balance when you're talking runs and pass right there, one away, one off. That's something we have not seen here in a very long time. We know that that is Mark Stoops wanted to change that. That's why he brings Liam Cohen in. That's why they bring Will Levis in. 
this could be a this could be a very good season for this team, Derek, if they can pick up a win next week and build some momentum. Yeah, nineteen yards per completion today. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, <laughs> there were games they didn't throw for nineteen yards at some literally, point. Literally, literally. Yes. So, so. Uh, yeah, big time. Uh, total plays right there: sixty-seven for Kentucky, sixty-three for ULM. Uh, penalties, something else Kentucky liked to clean up there. Some of those were early that kept drives alive, things like that. But we will know more about this team in seven days. That's that's what we're gonna we're gonna talk about. So we'll we'll get into things this week. We'll have Mark Stoops presser. Well, no, is, there, is there gonna be a presser yeah, Monday? Labor Day. Okay. So we'll have Mark Stoops presser on Monday, and then we'll get into all that this week. But next week, Kentucky, Missouri, seven thirty, SEC Network at Kroger Field. It's gonna be a game to watch, regardless of what happens the rest of the way in this Missouri game. That's a big one here next week. Uh, as always, this uh, podcast is powered by Blue Wire Pods. It's also powered by the Butcher's Pub, three locations, one in Palmville, Williamsburg, and uh, London, Kentucky. You can visit thebutcherspub.com or check them out on Facebook. He's Derek Terry. I'm Sean Smith. We'll catch you next time on Kentucky Daily.